Any objections to uh, tabling all the uh, end-of-decade retrospective stuff until uh, the new year? Uh, no, no objection on my side. All right, because I assume the next 10 to 12 days are just going to be uh, many, many think pieces and many, many lists of um, why the 2010s were the worst and the best and the okayest decade on record. That sounds about right. Yeah, Mossberg did a really nice piece in The Verge that was a reflection on um, Apple's 2010s. But overall, I, th- I think, yeah, the, the, the end of year lists aren't too, aren't too hot. So, yeah, over the holidays when I'm bored, I'll throw some stuff in my uh, pirate notes. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's a callback to something that happened off air. Um, on maybe more interesting takes we can do on the decade when there's, you know, there's more perspective. And, and, and once, um, you know, yeah, impeachment so and wait- stuff. So are you are you suggesting that you're going to instead of just throwing out a hot take you're going to take some extra time carefully think about something before sharing your opinion with the public? That does, that sounds crazy. I think that's something we actually do pretty well with. Not to get all navel gazy and uh patting ourselves on the backs about the the um the quality of the pod, but I think we're actually pretty decent at that. And not just doing hot take uh manufacturing. Yeah, I mean we have we have strong feelings about accessory pouches and backpacks, but yeah, I guess other than, other than that we Yeah, I still can't get myself to buy that $60 wash kit thing. It's 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 really good. Um so yeah, so we'll table that until uh the new year and we'll be rid of this godforsaken decade and uh I don't know, we'll be President Pelosi in like a 2 days. That's what I heard. <laughs> Um, the one thing I will say that's kind of coming into the new year or a new fussy, um, or a new hobby or uh time waster, let's go with that, uh, that I'm embarking on is I'm getting into home coffee making. I know. And I think we're taking two different routes to this because you are so, you are so much like Marco. It's unbelievable, but continue. Yeah. I might also have a bright red car soon too. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, it's 80% gray. Damn it. Anyway, um, <clears throat> you want yeah, to so, know, know what the lady friend said? What I showed her the three options. Mm-hmm. She said gray. Yeah, that's it's sensible. Yeah. Well, but what, I it, it's 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 a it's a really nice shade of red. So I don't think I don't think you could go wrong either way. Yeah, it's not maroon and it's not candy apple red like the Tesla or like my Ford, Ford Fiesta. Yeah, but the but it's also. Okay, well, we'll table the coffee for a second because uh, we're probably not going to talk about anything on on the show because we're we're on a time crunch. Uh, gonna gonna order a, a BMW X4, and I have to pick the color, and there are seven colors to choose from. Uh, there's actually only six because white is not a choice, and uh, three contenders are a very nice shade of red called flamenco red. Um, that's not quite maroon, not quite candy apple red. Kind of like it. Um, there's a very, very dark graphite gray, which is, uh, cause the car I had prior to my current car is, I think the same kind of, um, and I mean this in not a bad way, kind of like a muddy shade of gray with the similar that your model three is Yeah, sure. where that one's not, it's not like a shiny gray. It kind of just, uh, it's very plain, mm-hmm. not in a bad way. It's just plain. Right. Um, and then the other one was just like a light silver which I always thought that was going to be what I was going to do, but uh, that seems more like a sedan color. I'm not sure it really translates on a um, SUV-ish crossover. 
So I think the other angle to this is, are you leasing this car? Yeah, because I keep having the dream that, and that's the whole thing of I'm only living it for, with it for three years. But it's also three years of if you if you're you're some you're the guy with the red car. When I when I want people to think nothing of me when I when I, like I want my car to have no impact on my worth or image. Or I think red cars kind of say that you think that something. Hmm. Makes sense. That's where that's where kind of gray is just like the it's like pH seven. What's what's the in chemistry? What's the neutral? I was really bad at chemistry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Um, You know, um, hmm. I was going to say that if you're going the lease route, that would be another reason to go with red. But I I do really relate to what you just said about not really wanting to stand out, which is probably why I was always so self-conscious about that um, race red Ford Fiesta that I had. And have my my two cars since then have been like the plainest gray you could possibly have. Your cars have been like Toby from The Office. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Toby car. Toby, but with, you know, software updates that occasionally fail. Mm -hmm. So that's where I don't know, because it's a nice red. It, it, It doesn't it doesn't stand out, but it also I don't know. I don't know. Still, still sleeping on it because the the gray, as your first impression was, it's a very dark gray, which looks nice in the sun. But if it's not sunny, it looks like kind of just like a slightly faded black. It looks know. black, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Still thinking about it. I don't think I can go wrong either way. And I also think the fact that uh, S uh, coupe style SUVs are a very polarizing design. So if anything, I think people would judge negatively because of that. Well, I I think this is I think this is a handsome looking car for what it's mm-hmm. worth. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's gonna have wireless CarPlay, so it works with the iPhone 12. <laughs> um, so I mean, there's gonna be I mean, you kind of buried the lead in that this has been like a year of build up into figuring out which car you were gonna choose. But um, do you want to save sort of your thought process for how you landed on this for next show? Do you want to get into that now? Yeah, no, we'll do we'll do another show because we're we're just gonna bang through some things. We're, we've been ha- we've had a decent run of tight one hour episodes, but so by will... necessity, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll see if Brand makes a cameo later. Oh um, man, I still don't know what he was barking at. He's mad that Fix Rapper wasn't on the TV. Although he's on um, he's on some medication now, so he probably probably won't be barking. Yeah. Oh, so I was checking Tesla's website because I've been I've been prowling on there because not that I want the car, but just seeing how close to the end of the year you can order. Mm. But apparently, no, maybe there's been a rush where for a while it was saying like even as of um, the 14th when I last checked, it was saying ships within two weeks and will be eligible for the tax credit. But now it says estimated delivery four to seven weeks and for earlier delivery, visit a store. Yeah, because I think some of the stores might still have inventory on site. So if you, um, yeah, if you happen to find the config that you want, I guess in a store that would still work. What's the the federal credit now? Is like it's like eighteen seventy five. Is that what it? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so going going back to the coffee thing. Well, I guess maybe one thought there. It seems it seems a little strange that uh I mean, you know, 
$1,875 is not nothing, but it seems a little odd that that would sway your decision as to whether or not to rush into purchasing a, you know, 30, 40, sometimes 70, $80,000 car, but. Well, and you want to make sure you get in before the end of the year when, uh, cause self-driving is, uh, 11 days away. <laughs> oh, cause the, cause I, the guy at the store said, Elon said, how, how could I, how could I forget about that? Uh, taking it private for 420. Okay. So, so you know, actually, sorry, one, one other, one other final note. I promise this is, this is it for car talk. Oh, it's fine. Um, I was looking, I was also creeping on Tesla's website. Um, the other is day. Is it as creeping if you own one? Yeah, I think it does. Um, and so, you know, so my car has the enhanced autopilot, which is not something that they sell anymore. And like two of the big features of the full self-driving package now are the navigate on autopilot feature, which is the, uh, self-described kind of like self-driving on the freeway mode that it has. And then smart summon, which is where it will clumsily attempt to drive towards you in a parking lot. So I don't know exactly like what that means for my car, because presumably those features are going to continue to get improved. I'm I'm not banking on this happening by December 31st, but presumably over the next couple of years, those will continue to get better. So like is my car going to end up being more and more self-driving ish, like on the freeway? Like, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a, my car's in a very weird software state. The one thing that they keep saying or much of the, um, like press releases and, and things like that, they keep referring to, um, like urban autopilot or urban self-driving. So I think that's the distinction they're going to use to kind of screw the people that didn't pay for the full boat. Yeah, but so I get, but like, does that basically mean that like my car is going to have essentially? Well, I mean, I don't know if they're ever going to get there, but let like let's let's pretend for a minute that they do get there with with full self driving. Does that mean that my car is going to have it on the freeway, but then not off the freeway? Whereas if you get the full self driving package, it'll have it everywhere. Because if I if if I end up in a state like that, I'd actually be pretty happy. Not that I'm counting on it, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just I, I I'm just waiting for the hammer to drop where the DMV gets their act together and bans it. Mm, yeah, it's just it's it's just so foreign and weird to me for it to be possible to basically like just like crash testing and all that kind of stuff. Like before you're able to sell a car, there's so much stuff that goes into um, the design of the car, of the car and the way. It responds to others in the same way, like where it was like, oh yeah, the Cybertruck's not sellable because it ha- it doesn't have this kind of headlight or whatever. But the fact that you can just push an over-the-air software update over 4G that now says you don't have to drive your car, like I, I still do not understand how um, the California DMV and, and all other state um, transportation departments haven't just outright banned that or made it so that they have to vet software updates. Yeah, that, that still makes no sense. I've been meaning that's been like on my backlog of just little to do's like like little fun to do's for a while is looking into there. There certainly has to be some type of government run validation that happens with over the air updates, right? I doubt it. I've been meaning to I've been meaning to look into if there's any sort of government 
um, checkbox that has to be checked before Tesla pushes out an update. Maybe not. Yeah. Gavin Newsom has to give it a signature. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or just give it some hair, some hair gel and just smear it on the stuff. I saw, I saw, and uh, speaking of, um, you know, given that impeachment's such a hot topic now, um, I saw... <laughs> it hasn't been for three years. <laughs> I saw an, an impeach Newsom sign in our, in our local Home Depot parking lot last weekend. And, but there, there was no, like when you turn into the parking lot like it was like one of those like little like yard signs like yeah like mm -hmm. uh beto 2020 it, right mm -hmm. okay or but there was yeah, there was <laughs> like it's silver but there was no no context there was nobody standing near the sign it was just it was just a sign just sitting there mm -hmm. and i i just i kind of wanted to know like why people don't like him or what what, what do you mean well no i get why people don't like him um but I just wanted to know specifically, like, what what would you impeach him about and what drove someone to put that sign there? I just, I, I mean, that happened like five days ago, and I'm still just kind of thinking about it. Yeah, to give you a serious answer to that question, um, and I don't know why that would translate up here, but a lot of people um, in Central California are upset about water restrictions and not funding, like, dams to protect agriculture. And then up here, uh, one of the things I actually do like about Newsom is that he is uh, not much of a nimby and he is um uh fast tracking um legislation that allows for more expansive building where uh rich people do not like that all right um so you didn't put the impeach newsome sign at the parking lot is that what you're saying i did not uh well i forgot what does banana mean huh oh you, but you know what nimby means right I don't think so, no. So NIMBY stands for not in my backyard, which is where if you are somebody oh. who owns a home or a land, you don't want anything to happen. As someone who lives in Marin County, I really should know that. <laughs> you should. Uh, <laughs> the, the Larkspur, the extension of Smart uh, Smart Rail from uh, Santa Rosa to Larkspur uh, happened on to, uh, over many dead NIMBY, not dead, many defeated NIMBYs who did not want that train. So I I took the ferry home this evening mm -hmm. and drove by the uh, county mart. Yeah, they had a very very upsetting advertisement in front of the county mart tonight, which was take smart to the mart. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's clever. I, that's, I, I that's don't, excellent I, copywriting. I, I just I don't I just don't like that. They could have said take, take smart to the shack because it's a shake shack <laughs> now and open text edit. That's a tie. I, I, um, I've also been, so I had never been to that shake shack uh -huh. in, in Larkspur. We're mm -hmm. getting real local here for a minute. <laughs> I've been, I've been twice in the last week for reasons. Um, w what does that mean? Just my schedule has just been a little wacky. Um, and I still don't have a kitchen. Um, Did you take any home, or was this just a solo? I need, I need a shack burger with shack sauce, and or these, yeah, these were both solo trips, but nothing uh, not, not taken not, home. Not, not like in a sad way, but just, just, just circumstances. Just Wait, what, what, what's sad about eating a burger in peace? Yeah. Wait, uh, whoa, what does that mean? That's a, that's a very loaded comment. I don't know. I just, I, I didn't want to imply that you know I was going alone. Just. Because I had no other choice, it just it's just circumstances. 
I'm not suggesting um, you're eating a Shack burger in your car listening to Fresh Air sobbing. I wasn't listening to Fresh Air. I was listening. What was that? I was listening to a different podcast. But anyway, <laughs> um, wait, did you eat in the car? The first time I did, yeah. But they have tons of seating. That's interesting. The first time I was in a hurry. Mm. Um, tonight I ate in the the restaurant. Got it. Not as cavernous as the Gots, but no, just not it, it, about four of those Shake Shacks would fit in the in the Gots across. Yeah. Uh, so, still across rest in peace, the, my favorite dry cleaner that is now a Shake Shack, but that's okay. Is that what it was before? <laughs> it it was the they they had a great policy, or they had a they did it same day, where if you got your clothes in by nine a.m., you could get them by five. It was fantastic. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so the the this the one thing I wanted to inject here. Um, cause I think this has come up a couple of times before, uh, Shake Shack continues to be just exceedingly mediocre. It's, it's not, it's not bad. Like, um, but it's just, it's just so unremarkable and crinkle cut fries are not, there's not my thing. Mm. I got, okay. you know, I Fair. got, so just, just a, uh, regular Shack burger, no Bacon tomato. And cheese? No tomato, of course. Uh, no bacon, but with cheese. Hmm. Um, what's, your, what's your beef with tomato? I, I hate tomatoes, especially on sandwiches and burgers. Ugh, get, you, get so that you, away. you do not have a BLT ever? No, 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 no. Hmm. Um, and then you add pickles mm-hmm. and add onion. Okay, grilled or regular? I don't think they give you that option. I think they just offer sliced onion. So non-grilled. Right. Okay, and it's you know it, it's it's totally serviceable, but this one's not that good. Yeah, and any anyone who puts that burger above either In and Out or the Habit, I think is just just that, that's just crazy. I really wanted to talk about other things, but it, we're gonna waste a whole bunch of time on this. So one, I don't think the Shake Shack's that good. It's fine. It's nice that it's there. Um, the other ones. Uh, the DC one and the one in downtown LA are much, much better. Also, if you haven't tried it already, their chicken nuggets are, or their chicken bites are really, really good. Um, try that out. You are mostly correct that the fries are very mediocre. Um, when I was in Santa Barbara in June, I tried the habit again because you, um, you were singing their praises a while ago. Still very bad. The Habit is a bad burger restaurant, and I'm offended, or not offended, but I, I, I am um, aghast that you don't recognize Super Duper above that. Uh, In-N-Out, In-N-Out, I kind of get it. I also don't think In-N-Out's that good. The fries at In-N-Out are so insanely mediocre. No. A double-double, it has its place. It's a good value, uh, similar to the Costco hot dog, but that's not saying much. Um. No, super duper. You you comparing the In and Out double double to the Costco hot dog is. I mean that more of an economic. That's an, that's an affront to the country. Cos- no, there there is very little that is uh, more American than the Costco hot dog. It is Americans wanting uh, wanting to not recognize what inflation is, and therefore the <laughs> the um the hot dog remaining a hundred uh, hundred fifty dollars uh <laughs> i sound like mitt romney um a dollar fifty and they just have to keep uh um cutting down the cost of goods to keep it that way sound like mitt romney. uh i gotta keep this text window. Uh, remember, remember remember when he seemed like a crazy republican yeah he was but he was the fun kind he was the one who was pre- who was uh, ironing his suit while wearing it 
<laughs> oh man, that wasn't really wasn't that long ago. It's like seven years ago. It wasn't, and then only a few short years later, he was dining with uh, the current president, trying to get an easy cabinet job, and didn't get it. And now he is a Susan Collins type who is occasionally uh, upset, but will still vote with him. I'm I'm uh, I'm so sick and tired of hearing about <laughs> Susan Collins being some rogue. Oh, I, no, can't can't do it. Can't do it. Um, She's a maverick. She's a maverick. Uh, oh. uh, trolling is so easy. It's oh, actually even if it's not trolling because it's all fucking true. <laughs> Um, I still, I'm so mad we didn't bet, but I forgot what it was where I'm like, if we can just splice together clips of after her interview on the daily and her voting, uh, with the confirmation of Kavanaugh, like it being like exactly six weeks apart, it was just chef's kiss emoji. Mm. Uh, going back to burgers and then eventually we'll somehow circle back to coffee and I don't know how this got off track. Um, yeah, super duper is really good, man. Like, uh, the habit is just not good the fries aren't good the shakes aren't that good the burgers are very are expensive and not that good i would go to mcdonald's over the habit super duper is good a, a little bit messy but good wow yeah um you've been talking to the lady friend she also hates the habit it's you know no it's, she it's because upsetting. she's right it's upsetting no but 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 don't why are you blocking out the voices of reason <laughs> Like the hat, it's just not good. It like, is. It is. It is expensive. I'll give you that. But not 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 as expensive as Gots though. And also, Gots is kind of mediocre too. Gots is fine, but it's just you know you get to the you get to the counter and it's like it's a burger, fries, and Gots fourteen dollars like a shake, and it's like you're getting into the like twenty three dollar range. Yeah, and maybe it's because the only the only time I ever go there it happens to be the Ferry Building one, and I assume just with just like the volume, it's tough to keep the quality up. Yeah, but it's it's just not that good. Um, yeah, there's a super very conveniently in Novato and Mill. They're everywhere. Um, I had super super duper. The the chicken sandwich is is good, but man, the burgers. Eh. Yeah, just don't don't get a double at super duper. That's that's the trick. Same thing with uh, Shake Shack because it's just it messes up the ratios. You know, I, I've kind of reached that point in my life now where. If I do, if I go to In and Out, I would probably still get a double double. But um, just about anywhere else, I'm always going to decline the second patty. I just can't. I can't do that anymore. Yeah. At the washing machine, we just make a very, very um, hearty third to half pound patty. So it's just one yeah. very convenient, gigantic patty. There you go. Um. Yeah. Uh, although Best Burger probably still belongs to uh, Nopa, if you've ever been. I've been. Don't get me started on Nopa. I can, I can do a whole thing on that too. It's the most overrated restaurant in San Francisco. Disagree. Hard disagree. Um. Now the what? what hmm, that now that's that's a question. Hey, but don't write that down for the 2020 discussion. <laughs> I don't. Actually, I don't think you're going to write it down, so I have to write it down. <laughs> Very little faith. Um. Okay. Uh yeah, Marlowe is also a pretty good burger, but overall super duper. Like it's 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 good. It's fine. It's been a, it's been a while since I've had the burger there, so maybe at some point here I'll I'll give that another try. Wait, there. Nopa, Marlowe or, or super duper. Super duper. You should go. And again, closest thing to ballpark fries outside of uh Pack Bell Park. Yeah, the the fries there are good. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um 
One thing that I will mention about Shake Act because I've had this one more recently. Well, actually, this is kind of a different discussion. Uh, Shake Shack does not travel well, and also mm. m- millennials. Um, I don't. I, uh, a lot of the people I work with are uh, DoorDashers. Oh, I there was yeah, there was a DoorDash guy in there tonight. Yeah. <sighs> what? How does that work at your office? Because you you work with millennials. I assume you don't see. You seem like somebody who either take uh, packs lunch or uh, goes to the ferry building. You don't order in. We, we no we we get lunch in a in your typical bay area tech company sort of way we get lunch brought in for us every day from just like a food service company or like just a group order and it's from somewhere no from a like one of the corporate food service companies got it yeah but i'm i'm very anti the door dashing not only because of like the sketchy i forget if it was a door dash or what was the other it's postmates the one where they like stole the tips and they were like, oh yeah, this, this basically you were just making up the guarantee that the company gave the drivers. So anytime you tipped, you were just giving some VC backed company just free money. Well, much like we'll get into in a lot more detail in our 2010s uh, discussion, mm. I've very much lost track of which company is evil and, and which aren't. Uh, it turns out most of them. <laughs> um you want to talk about coffee thank you well no i want to talk about bananas because this <laughs> okay hold on whoa, whoa, whoa. okay i'm i'm peeling i'm i'm uh, peeling back the thread so this we got started Wait, on what what i i'm i'm uh, pulling peeling back the thread i'm retracing the rope I'm, I'm going the uh following the breadcrumbs there we go uh we were talking about nimbyism which somehow is how we started talking about the smart train which is how we started talking about Shake Shack, which Take became smart to the mart, oh, which God. became uh, reminding you that the habit is bad in <laughs> concurrence with somebody else who has a valid, a valid opinion. Um, yeah. So nimbyism, you know what banana means, right? You could edit all that out and save 20 minutes. Yeah, we'll, we'll cut most of this. No, I, I don't know what a banana is. So banana is more of an extreme version of nimbyism, which is build absolutely nothing anywhere near anything. Which is a very Marin thing to do, so you should get that on a bumper it's a, sticker. It's a, it's a pretty good acronym. It's really smart. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't if, agree with it, but... No, you should be a Yimby. What's that? Yes, in my backyard. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, 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 I think there's that. a lot of balance that uh, Marin can do. Marin doesn't have to become um, San Jose. No, we, we actually... I, I will not disclose the exact location. We I, I'll... I can disclose it to you offline, but there's a proposed development uh, right near, right near our house that I am all for. You can beep this, but is is that the grocery store gas station complex thingy? Uh, you, are, are you talking about the Costco thing? No. What Costco thing? They they want to they want to put a Costco in Northgate. No, no. I oh think... no that 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 got that seems like it's not going to go anywhere. It better not. Well, you don't need one. I don't, yeah, I know. Novato is Marin's daily city. Right. Um, <laughs> no, there's, <laughs> no, there's, there's another little, uh, local development. Um, I don't think you would have heard of this one. Weren't you saying there was like basically like an empty strip mall? It was basically just like a gas station and a local grocery store that closed oh, maybe, up. Maybe, maybe I have talked to you about this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, there's, there's a, what I think is a very smart proposal for there. But then of course. Can you take it, smart to it? God damn it. 
not, not only is this yes. the last show of the year, but this is our last show ever. <laughs> you know, take the cleverness. Be proud of that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, start talking about your damn coffee. No, no, I want to know what about the you think of the smart proposal? Yes, please no, continue. I, I, no, I, I I support it. I I think we sh- we need to. There's there's a housing component involved. I think it's smart for the community. But everybody's come out and be like, no, 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 we don't want this. We would rather just have this dilapidated shopping center continue to sit empty. Great. Yeah, where uh, where else are a bunch of rich people going to test out smart summon? <laughs> uh. And you are just. Man, you were, you're fired up. When we have no agenda, it's so much easier because we have, <laughs> looking at the doc where I, I currently have my cursor in the, in the nature preserve, we got nothing to talk about. Um, Trump really trade China, get out of here. Okay, so coffee. 28 minutes ago. Uh, coffee. Uh, yeah, I'm getting into kind of, because uh, I, I, it's turned out that I've, um, I've been going to either like Phil's or Equator. Kind of almost every day yeah and it's not re- and it's not really yeah. um like it's not really a money thing like i mean it kind of is because i i find the cost of coffee worth it for one a convenience factor and also like i just like the energy of other people yeah. and everybody's cool yeah. like that's it's a nice way to start my day where it's not immediately just house work like i i enjoy there being something in between that where it feels like anything else is happening that's a that's a nice fills there too so it is yeah yeah um, and, um, uh, the mobile ordering is great now that's got tipping. Um, so, but no, I've been considering, you know, like how, how about I make this at home? Because I, I know you, so you're redesigning your kitchen and I think you guys are all in on one of the Breville espresso machines, right? The, the box is just over my left shoulder here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, I don't have the space for the kind of espresso machine I want. Like I could get, um, I think it's called the Breville Bambino. Oh yeah, that's a popular one too. That one's it's tiny, but I don't think that would do what I want. Well, that doesn't that doesn't have the uh, grinder on top, right? So it's a little bit shorter. Well, so that's the thing where I bought. So I'll, I'll broadly preview this, and um, we'll talk about it next year. It sounds weird. I, 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 <laughs> I had a coworker say that to me, like, "I'll see you next year," and I go, "What? What are you talking about?" I'm like. like I'm oh, signing yeah. papers that have 2020 on them, and it's freaking me out. I'm like, I I referred to 2021 today for something at work, and I was like, oh my god, yeah, mm-hmm. strange, yeah, um, yeah. So I, I I don't have the counter space or ability to get the espresso machine I want, and espresso is something honestly like I think that is the one thing where I should go out for that. Um, so yeah, I've been working on doing like a nice pour over at home. So I bought two things. Uh, an OXO uh, burr grinder and it was a hundred bucks and it's pretty great. And I've tried it out with um, a bag of equator and a bag of uh, Phil's silk and splendor coffee. And then I'm using the Chemex. It's, it's like the hipster pour over glass thing. I'm sure you've seen it. If you, if you Google uh, Chemex uh, pour over um, and yeah, I'm, uh, it's it's pretty good. I'm getting results that are as good as um, the way Phil's does it, and it only takes about five to ten minutes. Like I'm getting pretty quick at it, so it's kind of a fun thing to do. Um, it's a tiny bit, um, uh, like it's a little bit labor intensive, and there's a little bit of cleanup to it, but it's not as bad as you would think. And I feel like for me, with not having a ton of kitchen space, that's a good compromise. So we'll talk more about that another time. I like that, and I, I, you know, I'm. In, in, you know, 
number 85 in the long list of reasons or uh, ways that you can tell I'm getting older. I, I, I like things where there's, there's a process involved. Mm-hmm. So cause it's the ritual. It, it's hundred percent. Like, and actually, so, you know, we've been staying with the lady friend's parents while the kitchen's been remodeled and, um, uh, her dad has a really, really nice, um, espresso machine mm-hmm. and, it's it's just it's it's just great. It's great to pull your own espresso. There's just there's such a a nice I don't know a nice way about that process, especially first thing in the morning. Great like great smell um, with the beans being ground and then pulling the shot. It's just, everything about it's just it's great. Is this, this isn't a pivot or a segue, but I think a lot of that overlaps with photography, and you will you will get. Oh, that as well. I. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 there's going to be so much more to say about the camera next year, but I guess the only thing I'll quickly say is I, I took it out for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll actually get back to a part of that experience in uh, my chef special this week, but um, yeah, that, can't, that camera seems very nice. Mm-hmm. Takes time to learn it, but it's, 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 it's fun. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's a lot to the, uh, a lot to the settings there. Um, <laughs> understatement of the century yeah um and i'm not not sold on that 55 millimeter lens i'm extremely grateful that you've let me borrow it. oh no um, and that's that's intentionally why because that it's a great lens but also you will figure out is that to um does that focal length work for you and for a lot of people it doesn't well and i and i've i've heeded your advice this is the last thing i'll say on the camera topic um is i, I heeded your advice and ordered that 35 millimeter lens um so that'll be a good comparison point yeah and amazon has good returns in case it doesn't seem that different or if that's still too tight um yeah so the coffee thing i think it's fun um it's good uh i think it's a good skill to have and also the other reason where i felt uh in home espresso might be too bad is that espresso again because it's a milk heavy uh process um like pour over black coffee has uh almost no sugar like I just throw in a little bit of oat milk into it and maybe um, a third of a packet of stevia and yeah, sugar content is super low where like your average latte probably has between 12 and 24 grams of sugar. Well, see, no, you just, you need to embrace old age like me and you just drink your espresso black. Do I not know what espresso is then? Maybe you don't. I, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I mean, some, sometimes I'll have like lattes, but a lot of times I'll just have espresso. Okay, a tungled because, hmm, okay. Maybe I'm just thinking of the, the what I always get at a um an espresso place. The last time we ate at Pico, didn't I get a shot of espresso after dinner? You've seen what that looks like. Yeah, I was probably mostly thinking about fries, though. <laughs> or or the fact that they didn't have your mini milkshakes. God damn it. I can, so, so to, uh, peek behind the curtain, it's stuck in, uh, it's still, it's in my rainy day list inside OmniFocus. I'm going to write a letter to Pico. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to say you're going to recreate the mini milkshakes at home, which I think that'd be kind of fun. Oh, that I can do. But again, another thing I don't have counter space for, I want a Vitamix and I want a, and I want a KitchenAid stand mixer and I want a white picket fence and I want a, and I want a Yeah, the, the, the lady friend got one of those stand mixers uh, a few years ago for um, her birthday or Christmas, something like that. And um, they're, they're, those things are pretty great. Is it the iconic red one, or does she get one of the vintage retro color ones? She got one of the... It's like a teal color. It's pretty nice. Okay. 
yeah yeah uh so yeah coffee yeah it's uh it's good i'll, I'll give more details um <laughs> next year coffee coffee is good yes <laughs> it, we don't we don't we don't agree on burgers but we do agree on coffee yeah when you come to your senses you will agree on burgers um uh, actually but again best burger in the bay area is my third pound lamb burger at the washing machine mm, all right i'm, mm, I'm not a not a lamb guy although you i've never had a lamb had mine. burger so yeah a lamb burger a little bit of feta cheese uh mint mm, yogurt sauce mm, 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 mm. no you, you I don't like anything about that no offense <laughs> you don't like feta cheese it's not my favorite no but you don't have a lot of it or no you, you but the burger does not have a lot of it Again, everything in moderation, everything in balance. Mint yogurt, uh, I don't know. No, you, you can't can't judge it before uh, before you knock it. What is that the expression? <laughs> Doesn't even matter. Uh, we only have like twenty minutes, so let's. Oof. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on to the first thing on the list. <laughs> oh, perfect segue. All right. Um, this was something we didn't talk about last week because we ran out of time because we were probably talking about other nonsense. Uh, and again, this this will be maybe a, a hot take uh, area. Uh, blue bottle beginning when? Uh, skim, skim, skim. Some sometime next year, I think. Beginning January first, uh, phasing. Uh, so. The move by Blue Bottle, which coincides with the city of Berkeley's single-use foodware and litter reduction ordinance, which mandates a 25-cent charge for the use of disposable cups, which must be compostable, beginning January 1st, 2020, and the exclusive use of reusable cups by July 1st, 2020. And this is because Blue Bottle has a location in downtown Berkeley. So yeah, so they're going to make it where there are no to-go cups whatsoever at Blue Bottle locations, which... Is interesting, and I kind of applaud. I, I, I like just kind of like. Are, I assume you're on Peak Designs newsletter. Um, it seems like I should be given how much stuff I buy from them. I assume it's kind of like the thing where if you ever shop at any merchant that has Square, somehow they just think that you wanted to be on their newsletter. <laughs> the worst yeah. part about Square, um, yeah, Peak Design kind of there. Uh, they do take political stances in terms of like climate change and other kind of stuff, and that's kind of core to their original business and like business ethos and i I, so i kind of applaud what blue bottle is doing here but functionally a lot of times when i am near a blue bottle like i don't have like i don't want to stand at the hayes valley blue bottle kiosk garage thing so that's like i get where you're trying to discourage unnecessary paper waste even if it's compostable just in the sense that kind of in the whole reduce reuse recycle the most important part of that is using less crap but a lot of times when i'm getting caught like i mean i don't either have the time to stay there or i'm not going to have a mug or a thermos with me so does that just mean i just can't get a beverage from you i don't know now now that this is the most important point in all this by any means but did they just launch their like mobile ordering ahead didn't they <laughs> And this doesn't this complete. I didn't think about that until now, but doesn't this completely make that not really possible to use anymore? Yeah, I guess so. Well, I mean, or unless they like make your coffee and put it like in a container and then (laughs) pour it in your cup when you get there. I don't know. 
I mean, because that was the other thing where it said, because uh, they said something about, um, like, they will have, like, a loner thing or something. Yeah, oh, so, 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 so several. Know, yeah. But that doesn't make any sense. So several coffee shops around the Bay Area have already made this change, utilizing a rental service framework in which customers pay a small deposit to borrow a cup. But, like, I guess, like, I don't want to have, like, I have a whole thing of, like, reusable grocery bags in the back of my car. Do I now need, a, like, a tub for, like, <laughs> like, and I don't even mean that as a joke, which is that like that I'm now going to have a bunch of like reusable like things I've like rented from Blue Bottle or Equator for holding coffee, and then I'm now have to like it's going to be like dry cleaning in my car that haunts me. Like I don't again, but I probably shouldn't have cars. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. So I just thought this was super interesting, and again, I applaud anybody who is trying to not just create more stuff that's disposable because i mean as we think about how allegedly we all think everybody's getting greener we're all now ordering stuff that is either one day or same day delivery and it's all just like cheap plastic crap that came directly from china like the whole waste less stuff thing in the age of amazon like we're making negative progress here so i applaud anybody who's trying to solve that but functionally i this seem this is um it's challenging. I have been thinking a little bit more about the whole like cardboard box thing in Amazon. It's like, especially this time of year, of course, with like you know, the holiday shopping season uh, ongoing. Every time you see a UPS truck or a USPS truck and it's just, you know, two thirds full of Amazon boxes. Mm-hmm. It's all smiling at you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it have Amazon. Uh, yeah, well, this will be another thing about. We'll we'll probably talk about this in the new year when uh, we're talking about like stuff going forward. But Amazon has kind of built an unbeatable advantage, where even though they're suffering a little bit from the weight of their own success, where when normally I would say ninety eight percent of my um, deliveries are perfectly on time, I've had a, a number of slipped ones this holiday period. But it's still compared to UPS and FedEx, is still like solid. Um, so yeah, yeah, I've, I've usually, uh, had pretty good luck with their direct courier service, which, um, given that, that new lens that I just bought is being shipped that way. I hope I didn't just jinx, but, um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been pretty good. And the benefit there is that because it's like all like just Amazon to Amazon to Amazon, your stuff, like I've never had like a, a box that looks like it's been beaten to hell, like where most UPS and FedEx stuff looks like. It was used by a rugby team. Yeah, I yeah I had to um exchange. I bought a pair of Albert shoes a while ago, and mm-hmm. the, I mean the box just looked like it had been just trampled on, mm-hmm. and the the shoes inside were damaged. So I had to you know exchange them. Mm-hmm. Not good. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So coffee. All right. Uh- <laughs> All right, let's do some rapid fire stuff real quick. Uh, have you been watching any Apple TV Plus shows? I have not. Okay, you said your lady friend was interested in the morning show, right? Yeah, that's um, when we get back into our house. I think that's going to be uh, near the top of the list of uh, free time things that we do. Yeah, uh, I'm going to give an endorsement or a, 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 a tepid chef special to the morning show, which. Uh, First three episodes, I wouldn't say they're bad. Um, 
but it definitely after like the fourth episode kind of gets going where i would say it's a legitimately good tv show and i i say that being because in the that sounds like i'm being hypocritical about my hate of apple tv plus but no like this is this is a show that i'm sure would have been made by somebody else amazon and hulu and netflix all have tons of money so this this would have been made somewhere but it's a show that's pretty good it's not hbo good it's not um like the be- uh, like when netflix is at their best it's not as good as that either but it's definitely above um like a, a, a like a nbc or like broadcast network quality it's a good show yeah i i heartily recommend it uh i like jennifer aniston in a serious role so i'm i'm going to give uh two thumbs up to the morning show hmm yeah it's i like i have consistently been like oh it's friday i want to go watch that which i still haven't been bothered to watch for all mankind or any other show so yeah uh syracuse ordered his computer do you have any quick thoughts about their uh magnum opus episode i i i was delighted i thought that was one of the best episodes of a podcast i've ever listened to um it was so good and i loved I kind of I kind of loved that you actually didn't exactly know how it was going to end. Like I think there was I had like legitimate doubt as to whether he was going to get the monitor. And then, you know, the ending thing comes on and you're just like, "Wait, did he actually buy the computer?" And then, you know, they after the 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 after show, they they get into that. I just the whole, the it was a it was a delightful episode. It was peak peak Syracuse. It took me a while to realize that he was not basically saying exactly what he was buying. Like he was just being like, here's what I would do. So yeah, I, I didn't actually put that together until the very end, but I think it was, it was, it was already known. There's no way he was not going to buy it. Especially since I also, I also appreciate that. I don't know if it was it in six colors or Macworld, where, um, friend of the show, Jason Snell, uh, wrote the whole thing of almost nobody needs a Mac pro. You just want it. And it was basically written directly to, John Syracuse and he's like, yeah, I know. I just want it. Yeah, it, it was great. And the the title of the episode was great. How that fit into the episode itself was perfect. It, everything about it was so What good. was the title? With a heavy heart. And that was where... Oh, was that the pro stand sp- comment? Spoiler alert. It, it was the monitor. He, he, he kind of goes on a little bit about how the monitor is ridiculous and that nobody should buy it and that it's just kind of silly. And then he goes, and with a heavy heart, I'm clicking add to bag. <laughs> oh, no. And then, but because, so I re-listened to that section when I was like, I don't remember, like, because you said, oh, and the part about the display was really good. And I was listening to it on a drive when I was like in between conference calls. So I wasn't um, paying that much attention to it, I guess. And then I re-listened to it. And one great where he, he brings up the whole disclaimer that Apple has in the configurator where it says, uh, you basically can't touch the nanotexture one with anything but the provided cloth, <laughs> otherwise it'll like explode. I thought that was really good, but no, but yeah, he puts the the heavier the heavy heart on add to bag, and then he says with an even heavier heart, I with pro stand. Yeah, that's that's great. Pretty good. Black, uh, back, glad you're back on board with ATP. Um, and I, you know, I so I shared with you, um, offline, well, online, offline earlier that I've I've kind of canceled social media for these next few days mm-hmm. um given the uh, star Wars spoilers that are potentially out there so did he did he end up getting the computer 
Oh, uh, I don't know. It was as of last night. He got a he got a thing where it was not delivered on the first day because oh. just like everything with UPS and FedEx, it's it's late. Um, just because the holiday crunch. Um, I don't know. Actually, let me go check right now. I assume he got it today. Uh, I remember it was eighty two pounds. Um, uh, can I send? I I can send you a link and. It, oh yeah, he's 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 even more cautious about spoilers than I am. So I I assume he's not posting anything. Well, I assume there's no way like Twitter's going to show like related post. Uh, Han Solo dies or whatever. <laughs> uh, heavy. Would would you say eighty two pounds? Is that really what it is? Mm-hmm. No, at the, at the very at the beginning of this week's episode of ATP, he uh, somebody uh, uh, Casey guesses how heavy the the package is, and he guessed a hundred pounds, and he thought it was gonna be way over. And I know apparently it's a really really fucking heavy computer. Huh. <sighs> Good times. That box looks it's, it's in pretty good shape, but I assume for a five thousand minimum computer, or sorry, six thousand minimum computer, is encased in eight thousand, like eight, of forty pounds of styrofoam. True, yeah. yeah. It's it's encased in a Casper mattress. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, super quick hits. Um, but uh, AT and T fake five G. Um. Yeah, some of these actually are things that people should just read. Um, Casey Johnston, who is uh, people will know from being the um, one of the most prolific writers about the uh, shit sandwich that was the butterfly keyboard, uh, had a really good article in Vice uh, called Shopping Sucks Now, which really resonated with me because I was doing so much research on that coffee stuff. Um, where basically it was talking about like the wire cutter and how there's you have to battle fake reviews and basically just there's 8,000 options for anything and there's infinite choice and you don't know if you're actually getting the good thing uh like she had an example of a pair of gloves that was 67 dollars, and then there being a counterfeit knockoff on amazon that looked exactly the same that's 17 but the wire cutter told you to buy this it was i can't retell it very well but it was it was a really good article that speaks to how there's just too much choice in everything now and also just Shopping sucks. So people should go read that. Um Yeah, let's let's do a quick uh let's let's have you talk for a bit. So there's the Xbox X. The Model X Xbox. The the Xbox Series X, Carlos. How could you not just guess that name? Oh, it's is there gonna be an edition version? <laughs> it probably, yeah. Um yeah, so this is they the Microsoft's been talking about their next Xbox for over a year now. They've but they've just been referring to it kind of in very vague terms and and calling it by its internal project name, Project Scorpion, I think it is. Um but as part of the uh video game awards, I believe this was um announced that the console is going to be called the Xbox Series X coming out next holiday season and basically just looks like a pc which you know even this generation of console uh consoles rather um both the xbox um one x and the playstation 4 are both built on an x86 architecture so they they basically are just pcs and it sounds like the next generation is going to be even more like pcs 
and you know this thing is is more graphically capable um native 4k all that fun stuff so nothing nothing hugely surprising here but just kind of another uh chapter in kind of the just incredible story about how not only is console gaming not dead like it seemed like it was going into this generation but is is thriving and is kind of like more popular than it's ever been which is super interesting to me yeah can i do can i do a quick uh pivot interrogation uh, uh sure did you ever uh, have you even because of your circumstances ever unbox or start using your, st- your stadia or stadia oh did did we not talk about this either online or offline i don't think we did I returned it. <laughs> we did not talk about that. Um, I didn't even. I actually didn't even take it out of the box. Um, I had uh, been reading some reviews and listened to a couple podcasts, and they were just so vehemently negative that I was just like, "Why do I even have this thing?" So I just, I just returned it. Never even took it out of its original shipping box. Only only opened the shipping box so that I could put the uh, little RMA um, tag on the inside. Since it was already there, and I assume it, but there was like no restocking fee for it, why why wouldn't you at least just try it? Um. Well, because there was like because they like once you activated it, like I don't know if I could have returned it that easy because there was okay. like three months of service and stuff that you and and you have to activate that in order to use the service. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not plugged into the video game stuff nearly as much as you do or actually generally not at all. But from what I heard is that it was mostly fine other than like there was like a username scandal and um also like streaming with in 4K was not necessarily as prevalent as hyped but that otherwise it was fine. Yeah, but that's kind of like the whole point is that these games are supposed to you know, run on the power of the cloud and look amazing. And um, that was just totally not the case. And yeah, it did seem like, generally speaking, the um, input responsiveness was pretty good, like probably the best of any of these streaming services, but um, still just not, um, just seems like one of those things that might get better over time, but is still just really early yeah maybe um yeah and and the biggest thing is you know i i I don't play hardly any games these days but like the occasion that i do one of the great things i like about console games is being able to buy a game on a disc and then when i'm done sell it and you you know you end up recouping a decent amount of your cost and with Stadia, you're buying full price games on top of this monthly fee that you have to pay. And, you know, because they're digital games, they're, you know, you're not recouping any costs when you're done with them. I thought that wasn't a thing anymore. I thought almost all uh, games on PS4 and Xbox One S or whatever the current one's called, I thought those were all basically all digital downloads now. Well, they, they all are. I mean, every new game that comes out on both consoles um uh, or or on either console uh, is available digitally but you can also get it on a disc so you still insist on buying on disc and then just installing to the hard drive for load times or whatever yeah right okay all right uh and to ruin people's holiday you'll put a link into the um uh 
the Stiller Sparkling, the the bubbly um, ad that has Buble in it. It's very upsetting. People can go ruin their holiday with that. So that that so that that came on TV, and I like freaked out. And the lady friend was like, "What?" And I I kind of explained. Um, and then uh, there is no explaining. <laughs> and then immediately um, searched online for a link. So I and I I think I sent it to you in Slack with within about. 25 seconds of seeing it on tv it's the worst but didn't he they are then they pay for a super bowl ad where michael buble is dejectedly putting accent marks on cans of bubbly oh, I, at, at like a convenience I, I store for, i forgot that this wasn't the first crossover between them that takes that takes away a little bit of the fun but this is still pretty good facebook's ad targeting machine has been giving me fucking ads for bubbly for the past year it's the worst because Spindrift already knows I'm a captive customer, so they're, they're not wasting ad dollars on me. But Bubbly, they, they won't stop. <sighs> um, yeah, I think that's it. Um, let's do some chef specials. Take a couple weeks off for the holidays. We'll ruminate on this uh, god-awful decade past and <laughs> uh, look forward to uh, 2020. Uh, so what you got? All right, so I, I mentioned my chef special is related to my initial experience with the camera this past weekend, mm-hmm. and so I'm going to make my pick the Peak Design Everyday Sling six liter bag. Hey, it's it it is it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I would say that I was overwhelmed by the camera, as is to be expected. <laughs> um. But the bag is is quite easy to just you know get your head around. Um, it it looks nice. It's super comfortable. It's awesome how accessible everything is in it. Um, it's sort of an optical illusion where when you first look at it, you're like, "There's there's a zero percent chance that an 11 inch iPad can fit in here. It just doesn't seem possible." Um, but it does. I mean it. It barely does. Like the iPad Pro 11 inch, like even just with the smart cover on it, um, I mean, it barely, barely fits, but it does. And it, that's kind of amazing. Um, and, you know, it's got it's got the kind of smart origami organizer things that most of the peak design bags come with. And those work really well in it. Um yeah, it's just it's just a it's a freaking awesome bag, um, and you know, I I do actually still, in general, like my um, everyday backpack that I have from them, but I obviously, as has been well documented on the show and as alluded to even earlier in this episode, have some uh, qualms with it, but I feel like this sling bag is is basically perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're standalone camera bags camera straps um and the anchor links like a lot of their camera stuff is really just it's hard to find fault with it some of the other stuff like the little um i think it's called like the capture plate and the capture clip i think those are maybe the utility of those is a little bit overstated but like their camera stuff is is rock solid yeah i i, I went to the store today and um bought the um clutch that i asked you about which is their hand strap mm-hmm so I'm, um, I've got another occasion to use the camera this weekend. So, uh, between using that and the, um, 
35 millimeter lens. I'm very excited. Uh, pro tip, if you ever decide to do this uh, before you buy any more Peak Design stuff, um, if you end up ever getting a Smug Mug membership, you get 20% off all uh, Peak Design stuff just forever. Mm. But that's it, that's $70 a year, so you'd want to make sure you actually use that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, and that store's really cool. It, it it is very nice, and they're 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 very nice in there, very friendly. Yeah, yeah, they're very low pressure, and, and I like how everything's out where you can just be like, "Hey, does my stuff fit in here the way I'd like?" And you can just spend fifteen minutes just putting your stuff in. It's great. The one the one thing with them which I have mixed feelings about, which is it, it seems like they continuously put out new and improved versions of all their stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like that hand strap that I got today, that's version three of the hand strap. Um, and, you know, since I've bought my backpack, they've come out with version two of that, which, you know, I, I, on one hand, I'm, I'm glad to see that they continually improve their products on the other. I'm like, well, shit, I have the old version of this stuff. Yeah. But that, that doesn't matter though. I, I, I appreciate that they reiterate on a design where they're like, this is a little bit better and that's it. They don't try to pretend it's an entirely new project, a product or redesign it fully just for the sake of trying to make it look more different. Because, like, I have the version one of the Everyday Messenger, and it's the best messenger bag I've ever had. And I'm looking forward to getting the version two or whatever. But, um, yeah, it's been great. <sighs> All right. Um, let me send you a link for my pick. All right, so I'm trying to get away from physical products for a minute, although I pro- probably should also say that Chemex thing. Um, wait, is he a private account? Wait, if you click through this, does it go through? Uh, I see, I see photos. Yeah. Okay. So this is an Instagram, uh, account of a photographer based out of DC, Tom Brenner. Um, and amidst all the impeachment stuff and just like, I've been, I've been getting very into following photojournalists on Instagram. Uh, he has an amazingly, um, unique take on, um, Washington political photography, especially of like this current president and administration. Like if you just scroll through the few past few weeks of stuff, it's compared to what you see like in the New York Times or covered on TV, like it's all the same stories, but it's just shot in a really not really thought provoking, but like in a in a very different way that provides a different perspective. And I really, really, really like his photography. So I think this is a, an inst- instant follow on Instagram. Yeah, these are man, these are good. Yeah, especially the the the, the one at the uh, like the Navy football game. I don't know why that free- it's it's freaks me out a little bit. I don't know why. And also, you can't see uh, his ridiculous tie. Good account. Yeah, good pick. Oh, and he also has uh, he also similar to us tracks bad license plates. <laughs> Stepping on our. Uh... Stepping on our shoes a little bit there. Yeah, yeah, but it's East Coast plates. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll uh, I'll talk to you next year. Uh, until the next decade.